At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Download the FreeOddsTrader.com app. Compare betting odds from licensed sports books, access injury reports, in game action, and much more. Go to OddsTrader.com. All right, let's start this hour with Adam Chernoff. He joins us every single Tuesday at this time during the football season, uh, sports better, NFL analyst, podcaster. The name of the podcast is The Simple Handicap. On fire with his picks on Twitter, 27-9 and nine so far, three weeks in. Follow him there, at Adam Chernoff. Red hot, my man. Great job so far. Well, I owe it all to you guys switching me to Tuesday from Friday. It was Friday last year wasn't so good to me in the mornings. You put me Tuesday morning, and all of a sudden, uh, coming out of the gate's pretty hot. So it's been a good start. I want to begin with what we watched last night with the Cowboys, now 2-1, and one, and they played the champs down to the wire in that opening game on Thursday night. Uh, how high are you on this team overall? Have you adjusted the Cowboys up much after three games? They're going to get the bump up this week. I sort of had them right around the 10-11 to 11 spot preseason and then through the first couple of weeks. Week one against Tampa Bay, the scoreboard looked good, but there was a lot of gifts given to them by the Buccaneers via turnovers inside the red zone. So that made that game look uh, and play out a lot closer than it probably should have. So there was some things to look through there. But the last two weeks, um, although they benefit a little bit against the Chargers, we really saw what this team could be yesterday, I think, to their full extent. That defense looked much faster than weeks one and two, and that offense 
even without Gallup, who I think makes them just that much more dynamic and there's a huge piece to that offense, they're still number one in the league through three weeks for uh, passing success rate and overall success rate on offense. So they're definitely going to get the bump inside the top 10 this week. Okay. So what have you done with the Kansas City Chiefs now? Uh, one and two. Offense has been terrific uh, again this year for, uh, through the first three games, but the defense, Adam, looks like it could be a problem for uh, a long time this year. Have you touched them, though? Because realistically, they could be 3-0. and yeah, they could be three and zero, and and realistically, they could be zero and three. Yeah. I guess if yeah. we're gonna go each way, it's a tricky team because it's an offensive league, right? And we all value offense, and we all value passing. And you look at Kansas City, and they're number two, just behind the Cowboys for offensive efficiency, passing efficiency. They've had no issues moving the football, but I feel like a lot of the negativity in the media about them this week is due to just overreaction to turnovers and sort of bad luck, especially on the other side of the 50-yard line for them. They've had a number of drives and then turnovers that have been uncharacteristic. And so I'm not downgrading them much, if at all. I had them in the number one spot, and I bumped them down slightly to number two um, after their their week two loss. But here, what I'll say about ta- uh, Kansas City is defensively, against the Chargers in the first three, three and a half quarters, they actually played very, very well. And weeks one and two, if you were to sort of look throughout the league and see what two teams are matched up or set up the best to go against this Kansas City defense, you pick Cleveland and Baltimore. It's that run game with the dynamic offensive line, the play action scheme. Those two teams do that to perfection. And Kansas City really, really struggles with that type of offense. We saw them last week against the Chargers against a more traditional drop-back style of passing game, and they were able to contain it for three-plus quarters, fell apart late. But those first two weeks really, really skewed things. The Chiefs will not be that bad defensively going forward. And so I think that really has to be taken into account too. But I think this team is just fine and still deserving of the number one or number two spot. I'm guessing that you've, uh, well, you were probably a little bit lower on the Steelers going into the season mm-hmm. than some others, but what have you done with their power rating? And, I mean, you know, may- maybe that Chiefs defense will get corrected here sooner than later. I don't know if this Pittsburgh Steelers offense can get corrected, Adam. No, it can't. Um, Roethlisberger's arm is, is shot. It's it's arguably worse than Breeze was last year. Oh. He made it. He made it. He made it work because of Sean Payton. He made it work of the pieces around him. That offensive line in front of Breeze last year was terrific. But the Steelers' offensive line is atrocious. They have no run game to support this. Um, their best play right now is Harris out of the backfield, and that's not doing anything. It, you, you can't change this offense around Ben this late in his career with his arm strength and try get that downfield passing game back. They have to revert to what we saw last year where it was 2.1 seconds, the ball's out of his hand, four, five, six-yard passes. Canada's going to have to make the adjustment, but it's a mess for Pittsburgh. That offensive line is is terrible. All the guys that fought for Ben and blocked for him throughout his career and his best years, they're all gone. There's no continuity whatsoever. So I'm looking right now. I had them 18th um, going into this week, and, and they're going to be lower now that week three is complete. So it's another drop for the Steelers, and, and that offense is not coming around anytime soon. Any other uh, noticeable adjustments that are noteworthy? 
nothing too crazy. I'd say that I'm really struggling, I guess, with trying to figure out the top five or specifically what order they're going to go in. Like I, I can make cases for the Bucks, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Browns, and the Rams all to be the best team in football. And I, I've really had trouble sort of trying to rank those accurately. And it's been like switching week to week. So that that's a bit of a tricky spot for me is, is right up at the very top. Um, and then the same thing can go for the bottom. Like you look at the bottom five to six teams and you can make a case that any of them can be the worst team in football. So I'm having a little bit of difficulty pricing or rather ordering the extremes this year within the ratings, which tends to usually be like the easiest spot to sort of sort things out. But there's just uh, a lot of really good teams at the top and a lot of terrible teams down at the bottom that are making for some interesting numbers week to week. Would you call the Raiders overrated at 3-0? and Yes. And how they've done uh, it? Trailing by double digits week one against Baltimore. Trailing by double digits week three against Miami. Late comebacks in each. Um, defensively, that pass rush looks a lot better, but still issues in the secondary, especially once uh, the competition picks up for them later in the schedule. And uh, defensive coordinators have to stop blitzing Derek Carr. Like, I don't know. Baltimore did it because Wink doesn't know any better. <laughs> Last week, Flores was pushing it. I don't know why there was no adjustment there. They just refused to get out of man coverage and allowed them to move the ball downfield. Once I, I just make the adjustment, and that offense is going to look very, very different. So it's coming. But I would say to this point, certainly they're 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 being viewed as that undefeated team uh, in a little bit too high of a light, I would say. All right. Let's follow the money here on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network, Adam Chernoff, our guest. Again, his podcast is called The Simple Handicap. He's on Twitter, at Adam Chernoff, where you put out all your NFL bets. You're 27-9. I know that you alerted people uh, and said that you think the Chiefs, you know, before the game last night, looked you know, you know to be a good number at 5.5, and, and you bet that. Um, that number is, what, 7? Are you seeing 7.5 out there at some spots today? Uh, yeah, looking right now, there's a cheap seven and a half. So the buy down to seven on like the alternate spreads is not unreasonable. But yeah, it, it, it's important to be fair to be people listening to the show today and not, um, I'm not going to give out a, a bad number. Um, did send that out, but obviously the numbers changed and with the value of seven, it's a very different looking bet this morning at seven and a half or an expensive seven um, than it was when that bet was sent out. So now if you're looking at it, if you can get the seven, that would be like the very edge of where I think this number still has value for the Chiefs on the road. Uh, but if you are looking at a seven and a half, then the Chiefs become a very good teaser leg to utilize a little bit during the week and find the partner for that. But I, like I said, I just as I, I was looking at Kansas City, those those first two weeks really skewed how a lot of betters and the market, I think, is looking at the Chiefs. Um, they, the fourth down conversion and a late turnover away from being 3-0, and I know that could have gone the other way, but there's just so many indicators on offense that this team is absolutely fine. And this is an offensive league, and we have to value it. If we're holding true to that, then there's no reason to be downgrading the Chiefs. Yet these point spreads week to week keep on coming down. So I was looking at that as sort of at 5.5 is just a number that was way too short. It's now been corrected. And so this morning, just to be fair to everyone, if you're looking at it and you see seven and a half, don't be running to take the side. Just put that in a teaser. If you see the seven and you can get minus 120 or better, that that changes things a little bit. But obviously a lot of value here gone in the number after the reopen following the Monday Night Football and the Eagles loss. Yep, exactly what I was thinking today is that the Chiefs are going to make for one hell of a teaser leg and they're going to be very popular this week. 
you know, all those teaser legs, the ones that made sense last week, Adam, they all came in. The, the one that didn't, the Chiefs, by not winning at home against uh, the Chargers. Yeah, that was the one. So there's potentially could impact like the pricing or how popular they are this week in those. But it's been a good season overall for people really following the basic strategy teasers through three and seven. Um, a lot of those have come through. And when you when you usually talk to bookmakers, I know from my experience, it's usually like three or four weeks during the season where all of the teasers die. And then the rest of the season, you kind of have to live with it because uh, it, they just tend to come through at, at such a high rate that it's really just a couple weeks in the season that sort of balance things out for teasers. So hot start for teasers for sure. And people playing them are probably in a pretty good spot for three weeks. Yep. Hang on. We want to talk to you for one more segment uh, because you got like four more picks that you want to get into. And I'm looking right now uh, at some of your picks coming up. Uh, I called both both of these teams in this game that you they have a bet on. I actually called underrated earlier today. I have a bet on this game as well that Adam's going to tell you about. And also, uh, I, I said... The other day, I think it was Monday, I said this could be the last game in the history of football to yes. bet on, and I don't think I'd make a bet on it. Adam likes a side. So, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I, I yeah. Know which so one it is after the break. <laughs> maybe I will have action on this game by the end of the show, and in the next 15 minutes, I don't know what that is, but uh, it's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff, our guest again. Awesome on the NFL, seven, uh, 27. Almost shortchanged the guy. 27-9 and nine so far, betting everything in the NFL. Uh, product manager at covers.com and also the podcast again. So we'll come back. We'll find out who he likes in these games, who he's betting this week in the NFL next year on follow the money. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. 
Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. What do you want from your book? Great odds, personalized promotions, same game parlays. You can boost for even bigger payouts. About a faster app with easier withdrawals and complete security. Live your bet life with points bet. Get great odds and bigger payouts all in a fast and reliable book. Download the app now. Use the code VSIN2K. Get your first bet risk free up to $2,000. VSIN 2K must be 21. Terms and conditions apply. We roll on with Adam Chernoff, who's red hot, and he's assured us during the break he will continue. Hit 75% all season. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter as well, covers.com. Okay, so Baltimore and, and Denver. The late games are phenomenal. This is a big one. So all Teddy Two Gloves does is cover point spreads. They are 3-0. They look great. But the record of their opponents is a combined 0-9. What do you think of Baltimore catching points on the road? You can't change who is on your schedule, but you can change how you play against them. And the market can certainly change the perception that they have of you after you play those games. And so that's really everything coming together. And and I think you nailed it on the head. So they play both New York teams and the Jacksonville Jags. You get two rookie quarterbacks in just brutal situations. And then you get the Giants in week one, um, which the Giants are becoming a bit of a layup on every schedule. So the Broncos defense has rightfully looked terrific, but the Broncos offense, which is now ranking third or fourth in yards per play, EPA success rate metrics, everything that really matters when judging an offense. I I tend to think that that's quite a bit inflated for what this offense is. And now they lose Hamler. They lost Judy a couple weeks ago. So this receiving group, Really looks like the same receiving group we saw when these offensive struggles were happening uh, in the last one to two seasons. And so it, I, it, I think it's going to look a lot different now. There's the big step up in schedule. But the thing for me was on the look ahead line um, way back in the summer when everything was set based on how these teams were rated coming into the season. This was Ravens minus three and a half. Last week on the look ahead numbers when the market was initially set. This was Ravens minus one and a half. And now we're all the other way at Broncos minus one and a half. So not only have the Broncos um, sort of changed how they look against these weak opponents, but the market now 
has changed quite a bit, and I just don't necessarily agree with it. And on the other side, there's obviously going to be a downgrade for Baltimore for this number to move the other way. It's not just the Broncos carrying this. And last week against the Lions, there's two ways you can look at it. The one way, how everyone is, is that there was the 66-yard field goal that saved them from an embarrassing upset. On the other hand, there were the three dropped wide-open touchdowns that took 21 points off the boards for the Ravens. But that was also a spot that almost every better on earth was looking at as a letdown situation for the Ravens coming off of their win against the Chiefs in week two. And so the fact that they had those opportunities to go up two, three, four scores with those touchdowns and didn't, like that was sort of expected from them. And so I don't know what we're downgrading Baltimore off of a team that just beat the Chiefs two weeks ago, was up double digits against the almighty Raiders in week one before throwing that one away late. This is really like the first reset week for the Ravens, I would say, not looking forward to the Chiefs game nor looking back at it in the letdown spot. So I don't know. I think this number's just gone too far the other way. Okay. I'll take Baltimore and the point and a half right now, and I'm pretty happy to get that number. We discussed this yesterday. I'm curious what number and when you bet it, but I think it's going to be a tough matchup Sunday for Carolina. We know Dallas was loaded on offense, and Quinn's done a nice job with the defense. But you saw what McCaffrey went out. They had problems moving the ball against Houston. So now how do you overcome the loss of McCaffrey and also Horn? And uh, it's a good start. They're 3-0, but also we could say the same thing about Carolina. You beat the Jets, you beat Houston, and then you caught the Saints in a bad spot. Yeah, here's another situation, right? And we, Now that we're getting into sort of the meat of the season, we can start looking at things like this that, that really matter. So the Panthers through three weeks are at the top of every defensive statistical table. EPA per play, success rate allowed, yards per play allowed. They're number one. But they've played... Zach Wilson in his first ever start, Davis Mills in his first ever start on a short week. And then you play Jameis Winston, who still, he still hasn't thrown for 150 yards yeah, this yes. season. So I don't know what to make of him. But like, <laughs> there's no kidding the defense is going to look pretty good and be pretty highly rated when you're playing that schedule of teams and quarterbacks. And so they're being viewed as the number one team. But now you're going from that trio of quarterbacks to what we saw last night of Monday Night Football and Dak Prescott and this Cowboys offense, number one in the league offensively. So it's a clash of the best defense, which is used lightly in quotations around Panthers, versus what legitimately probably is the number one offense in the NFL with the Dallas Cowboys. So it's going to look a lot different for the Panthers. As you mentioned, they lose Horn. A couple other defensive uh, guys are banged up after that Thursday night game. Um, McCaffrey, that completely changed anything but this is a spot where we're looking at a total in this game that's it's moving up into the 50s so it's going to be Dak Prescott in the Cowboys offense versus Darnold in a high scoring game like who'd you like in that spot to to succeed I'll take Prescott four and a half in this Cowboys offense against the defense for the Panthers I think it's just a touch overrated to put it lightly through the first three weeks of the season yep uh, another one here coming up on Sunday I like the Browns I call both these teams a little underrated uh, in the first hour of the show. I like the Browns. I think the Vikings are actually pretty decent. Uh, you know, again, with the record-wise, could be 2-1 and one very easily. Uh, maybe a little bit concerned about the defense, but my whole thing is I don't like the Seahawks this year. I think the Browns are better than the Seahawks. Seahawks closed 2. This game opened up Pick'em. I thought it would be, you know, 2 maybe going to 3 at some point. Who do you like here? 
That's that's basically the handicap that I took looking at these numbers. You're basically getting the same price, but I think Cleveland, as you mentioned, much better than Seattle. And the Seahawks, they lose that game, but we're up double digits. That Vikings defense, mm-hmm. despite Mike Zimmer being this defensive-minded coach, is a huge issue. And I'm looking at this matchup and Kirk Cousins being lauded for his first three weeks um, so far this season. He's He's been great, um, but if there's going to be a coach that you want on your side as a better who might know a thing or two about what Kirk Cousins likes to do mm. and how to potentially stop him, it's going to be Kevin Stefanski, who, let's not forget, was right in Kirk's corner for a couple of seasons with Minnesota as the offensive coordinator before making the jump over to the Browns. Joe Woods, phenomenal at eliminating the top guy from opponents. So whether he takes away Jefferson or Thielen, the Browns certainly have the talent to do that. But this is really the first big pass rush that the Vikings are going to face this season. And you start looking a little bit deeper into Cousins' numbers and this Vikings offense overall. They're minus 2% in net success rate and minus 0.7 in net yards per play. So um, it hasn't been nearly as explosive as it's being made out to be. And I think the Browns can ultimately limit that. And then this Cleveland offense matched up against this, this Vikings defense, I think, is a really big mismatch. So I like the Stefanski angle here. I like the Browns being a little bit underpriced just based on that number and where we saw the market last week, how that game played out. So pretty happy to take Cleveland here at the short number as well, um, just laying the point and a half on the road. Adam Chernoff, our guest. Follow him on Twitter, at Adam Chernoff, 27-9, betting the NFL through the first three weeks. Last one for you here in the final two minutes that we have, Adam. Uh, this is the game that I said could be the last game ever played. I don't think I could bet it. Convince me, though. You, you like a side here in the Washington-Atlanta game. Go ahead. Yeah, and this is just a really easy angle. So, look, I'll be completely honest. The Washington secondary is terrible. And people need to realize that this Washington football secondary that everyone was talking about last year, it is not the same situation when they play any decent opponent. Um, there's They're very, very, very over. However, this week, they play Atlanta, who through three weeks with Arthur Smith, Matt Ryan, and company, have the lowest intended air yards and depth of target of any quarterback or offense in the NFL. There is nothing deep vertical downfield at all about the Falcons offense at the moment. And so I think that the Washington secondary is going to catch a little bit of a break this week. And the biggest issue for Atlanta up front on that offensive line, there's it's a mess. And the one good thing about the Washington defense is that front seven and that pass rush. So I think this is a case where the Washington defense catches a bit of a break and no one's had any issue moving the football on the Falcons all season. They get a box score last week that suggests they should have not been in that game nor won it. They end up winning on the last second field goal. And so this number comes back a little bit the other way. It's another one of these games where I think it's just a little bit too short of a number uh, for a road team laying a very short price. So I'm pretty happy here to take Washington minus one. And um, I feel pretty good about it. Very good. He's on Twitter, at Adam Chernoff. The podcast is called The Simple Handicap, 27-9 so far. Incredible, 75%. Keep it up, man. Uh, thanks for the time, as always. Good luck again this week. Absolutely, guys. Enjoy the games and enjoy the week leading up to it. Yep, good back job. at you. So, again, he likes Dallas, Baltimore, mm-hmm. the Browns, Washington football team, and too late. He said, if you can find KC minus seven, still probably good. He bet him at five and a half. And he said, you know, find, he, I like what he said. Find a partner with the Chiefs on a teaser. On a two-team six-point teaser. 
to get it down like that. Uh, it's follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ollie will recap the line moves, betting action from last night in win lose, and we'll take a look at today's Major League Baseball card coming up next. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Rough night? Can't call it a bad beat. Definitely lose some. Good night? How does it make you feel? I, oh, I absolutely hate them. I absolutely hate them. Follow the money looks back so we can learn for today. Everything's an adventure. In Win Some, Lose Some. Let the education commence. All right, recap of Monday Night Football. Oh, will some win some uh, defense or special teams touchdown? Yes, plus 260. Each team gets one. How about that? And you get the Eagles touchdown early off the, off the Dak fumble. Zeke to score two touchdowns, 6-1 to one at Bet Rivers. Schultz over receiving yards. Zeke over rushing yards. Hertz and Prescott over touchdown passes. Dak had three. Hertz had two. Mariners have won 10 in a row against the A's. They win again. They take them out in a body bag, 13-4. They're only a game and a half back now with five left to play. Nats, plus 165, down to 145. They win in Colorado. And yesterday in MLB, overs 4-1. and one. Favorites, 4-1. and one. Podcast, radio peaks. Get up to vcin.com to see the videos and be a part of everything we do. Uh, before we get to the videos, how about the, let's start with the video. Look at this. I mean, I, I wasn't going to do this do this to you, California. Look at the duck. I mean, the tank. The tiger makes the move on the duck. What do you mean? Because, You're not going to show a video of the tiger actually getting it? Oh, you, well, if you watch okay. it, what do you think? I mean, it's like, okay. When someone sends this in, you're hoping for the best, but fearing the worst. I'm proud of the duck. Well, Great. Ducks are smart, though. Sure. Look at like, it. It goes under the water, stays down there. Tiger, where'd he go? And he pops up and swims away. Great you know, move. They're, they're not aloof. They, they pay attention. They're Ooh. aware of their surroundings. It's close, though. Tiger was making its move close. Yeah. David Purdom, ESPN. A better in Illinois hit an $8 12-leg parlay featuring every Ryder Cup match on Sunday that paid 966000 He picked all the winners and the ties. That's incredible. I can't believe it. A million dollars almost on eight bucks. Well, that's one of the best tickets you're ever going to see. Honestly, ever. for somebody to hit like that, and it's a, it's a lottery ticket. But eight bucks to pay nine hundred sixty-six thousand. And again, I saw the ticket, and he's the the two. Here it is, right here, ever right in front of me. Think about this. He only had two ties on the ticket. Uh, one was Morikawa against Hovland at plus five fifty. Uh-huh. The other one was Spieth versus Fleetwood at plus six fifty. They both came in, and then every other one, he's picking a dog here. He's got a big favorite over on this side. He's got plus 230 on Scheffler. Everything happened. Just gone. That is great. First of all, to offer, to offer these kind of bets again. Yes. Yes. We saw it yesterday with the guy. Who, he had Eagles defensive touchdown, Ertz anytime touchdown, Schultz anytime touchdown. And that paid like 11000 yeah. yeah. Good for him. How about this? This was sent to. We don't deserve dogs. A year ago, the guy, the owner, finally got a dog. He had surgery yesterday. Dog won't leave his side. So good. He knows he's injured. He knows he leaves that support right there for him. Does awesome. your dog know like when you're sick or under the weather? 
Oh, interesting. I haven't noticed that. Okay. I'll pay attention next time. Our little one. Uh, do, I will say this. The smoke alarm went off the other day. Oh, how'd he, that go he, with he him? He came run right up, came right up, jumped in my lap. Any yelping? No. Okay. He was concerned. Although he's okay with the fireworks, which is a big surprise. Okay. Our, our little rescue dog, she's now like eight and a half years old. She's got a 10 out of 10 with the uh, Sixth Sense. Really? Incredible. I've never seen anything like it before. All right. Dynamite. This is not dynamite. A, a, a big problem in this country. It must stop our behavior with uh, taking our shoes and socks off, especially on airplanes, airports, out in public, period. This guy's at a, at a Burger King in New Jersey Turnpike off the, off the stop, rest stop there. Look at this. Just walking around. You know, around we're living airplane. in a society. Absolutely. Well, no one's safe. It's out in Las Vegas, too. Last week, we had the girl walking through the Ari on the Strip barefoot. How about this guy? This guy's on the Strip out at a, at a lounge. Well, by the and way. At a Vegas casino, he's, he's got the feet up. Yeah. Look at this guy yeah. barefoot. You're not at home, buddy. The previous guy, there are no shoes in sight. So he's walking you know, around all in the store society. with nothing on. Yep. Dogs are barking like crazy. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now. Code 250MATCH. Learn more at BetRivers.com. There's also a, there was one bad beat in soccer. Uh, Crystal Palace was a plus 180 at home. One, uh, one nil, they gave up a goal in the 95th minute. That, one, that, that, that feels good. Hate to see that. Okay, the baseball card, a lot of fun. Boston, it's right there for you, okay? You're a game back of the Yankees, and you're trying to hold off Toronto. You're a game up on, on Toronto, and Toronto starts that huge series today against the Yankees. And then Toronto closes with Baltimore. The Yankees close with Toronto and Tampa. Sales going. He's 5-0 and with a 2-5-7. They're 12-1 in their last 13 against the Orioles. The Orioles are going to lose 110 games. They're 37-14 and last 51 in Baltimore. So the Red Sox should take them out, and I think they cover the run line. They get healthy here, and I think they, you got, you got to sweep Baltimore. You never know what could happen when you go to D.C. It's a heavy price on the run line still. Man, yeah, dollar sixty. You yeah, got to lay right. the opener here. Yeah. Buck sixty ah, against Zimmerman. They should probably they should score at least seven runs. Don't you think? Uh, well, I mean, then go team total over. Right. Yeah, you knew that too. Th- but then again, is sale? Are they going to get that many yeah. off sale and company? I, I don't. I don't. I like the Yankees again. Plus money. Now all of a sudden they've won six in a row. They go to Fenway and sweep. Stanton was terrific in that series. So was Judge. That they're uh, ten games over five hundred on the road. They are 66 and 34 in night games. And Toronto, remember last time, how Toronto swept them. But Ryu, is a, Ryu has terrible numbers going back the last few months. Can't trust them. Can't trust well, them here. And I don't like how the Blue Jays are playing now. No. Uh, okay, you lose two I don't out love of it three. Either. You lose two out of three at Tampa. That's no big deal. But then you split a four game set in Minnesota. Can't do that. You've got to have these games. Oh. And, the, and the, the offense has been Jekyll and Hyde lately. I will say this too. You like the Mariners. Well, you had them last night. I liked them as well. You're thinking they might win out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bassett, his last time out again, he it was a short start, but he pitched well. Well, how long is he going to go? I that's, know. that's the biggest question. Like Coming off that it, injury. It's scary. the final start of the season. Yep. You rush him out there and say, well, if he can give a seven, go seven strong. I, I mean, it would be, what, maybe five innings max? I can't go against him. I'd love to play streaks in baseball. and love to play streaks, period. They beat him ten in a row. They've won eight of nine. They have five left. They know they have to run the table to possibly pull this off. And they close... Uh, with the Angels, and they're doing the right thing, pitching around Otani. Okay, but you you, but, uh, you love this streak, hmm? but you don't right, love right. the Cardinals streak today? Well, the, the number's telling you something. I think it Num- is number one, it's a Dave Malinsky special. Always be careful of a team coming home, first game back after a long road trip. You have that with St. Louis. And you have Wainwright going, 
They've won 16 in a row and they're at home and they're underdogs. I got to take Milwaukee. It's a weird number. And they're 49 and 26 on the road, second best road record in the league. I think they're telling you something there, and I'll take the Brewers. Yeah. And I'll hover the Giants, not $4. They're 14 and 2 against Arizona. They have to have it. Have it. Webb's top five in ROI. They're 19 and 5 when he starts. It's, it's the incredible look, I mean, thing is the Giants aren't number one in ROI. Their win total was 75. They're going to win 105 games. Seattle's number one in ROI, up 36 units on the season. And then what kind of effort are we going to get from the Padres, you know, starting tonight for the final week of the regular season? Oh, they packed it in a long time ago. They, they really did. Did they care at this point? No, no. Did they, did they have any desire to play? Because they can kind of dictate what's going to happen and who's going to win this division. Right. Right, because they get... If they fight hard against the Giants. Dodgers right, right the, now, right. Giants beyond this. And Wheeler, uh, you know, I'd like to see a nice start going into the playoffs by Wheeler. Uh, had an awesome year, but now in September, suddenly not the same exact numbers when he yep. goes out there every single night. They just got swept at home by the Braves. The Dodgers are 77-30. and 30. Last 107 as a home favorite. Mercy. Darvish with an ERA of six and change in September. This does get, you know, it's a two-game lead for the Giants with six to play. There's still a little juice to this if the Giants lose tonight and the Dodgers win. Mm-hmm. To make it to make it a one game lead with five to play, yeah. but I think you could have gotten the Giants on. I think it was Friday or Saturday tonight at around two fifty to win this division. When they were going to win the game, it was late. The Dodgers were going to win the game. They were going to take like a two game lead. Um, no, I think it was when the Dodgers were losing actually. Minus two fifty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Houston's magic numbers two. Atlanta's magic numbers five. They're up two and a half games on the Phillies. They're only five hundred at home, which is surprising. But the Phillies have all kinds of issues on the road, and they stink at night games. Uh, it's 9-7 Phillies head-to-head. I kind of lean Phillies, though, plus price with Wheeler. So probably going to have to sweep this series if they have any chance. And Atlanta's uh, a $7 favorite to win the division. Now. I'm more excited about the possibility of betting against the Phillies tomorrow with Aaron Nola on the mound. Okay. Depending on the number and what that looks like. And this home run race. Oh, well, juicy. I thought maybe Come we could... on, Perez! Uh, Jesus! If you could have snuck one in there yesterday in that makeup game during the day to go to 47, to start uh, the week like that, it would have been tremendous. But you know what it's going to be? It's gonna, they're going to they're going to stick it to everyone. It's going to be a three way three way tie, and everyone's going to get knocked down. That's dead heat rules are going to apply. Dead heat rule, right? So it's going to happen. Vlad and Perez tied. Otani won back. For those of you new yep. to the show, well, I bet Guerrero 45 to one back in March, but I also have Perez at 200 to one from August. We talked about that on the air going back the last two months, and you have Perez on a big ticket as well. And I think I have seven tickets on Perez. Overall, and Otani was ninety to one before the season. Yeah, yep. and there's a guy who has a thousand dollars on that at William. Pretty Hill. good ticket. Yeah, pretty good. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. The Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh CityCasts are up and running with five new episodes every single week. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. In pocket plays what we're betting up next, and uh, boy. Please tell me this is not true with USC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. These games are a burial, a blowout, a human lock. You can bet your children's, unborn children's children on these games. I was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country. Here we go. Time for our in-pocket plays. Looking ahead to this week in the NFL for me and college football. Uh, Panthers, Cowboys under. I bet it last week, 50 and a half. It's pretty much the same number right now. I think it's 50 everywhere. Um, All Miss. Alabama betted on Sunday over 77 and a half. Other college games that I've added. Boston College plus 16 against Clemson. La Tech plus 20 against NC State. Sure. And uh, this bet is available right now at DraftKings. They have their uh, running in-season regular uh, season win totals updated. I like the Seahawks to win under 9.5 on the year. My picks for today. Okay, very good. Very good. Uh, split last night. The pick six gets me in the longest touchdown prop. That was all over the place again. We talk about shop around and outs. I mean, I saw 37, 36 yards and up to 46 yards. Did you really? Longest touchdown. Oh. Yeah, well, a viewer sent uh, one in and he saw 46. Uh, and an easy win with the Mariners. Uh, I'm taking the Brewers. This line's telling you something. It's the Malinsky special. 16 in a row with Wayne Wright. Their dogs at home. Hmm. And I'm always concerned about a team first game back after a road trip. Mariners again. They've won 10 in a row. Against uh, the A's, I'll come back with Seattle. Red Sox on the run line. It's I mean I, I'm sorry, it's it's still up there a bit, dollar sixty, uh, up there. But I think they take out Baltimore no problem. They've owned them twelve and one last thirteen. Sales should shut them down. And the Yankees plus money against the Blue Jays. And I bet this yesterday. Rams to win the NFC West plus a dollar twenty-five. Eh, I'm not there with San Francisco playoff team. Yes, but I think the Rams are better. And that's a huge game Sunday with Arizona coming to town. But I think the Rams 
will beat Arizona as well. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. I also love this. I want chaos. I'd love to see chaos. Jeff Passon's tweet. If the Blue Jays take two or three from the Yankees and sweep the O's, the Yankees take two or three from the Rays, and the Red Sox win four of six against Baltimore and Washington, there'll be a three-way tie for two AL wildcard spots. And Club A hosts Club B. The winner gets the first wildcard spot. The loser travels to Club C. And for the second game, the winner gets the second spot. Because they won the season series against both teams, the Red Sox get the first tiebreaker pick. Yeah, it'd be great if that happened. You can't you can't dismiss Seattle. They got to run the table probably. Yeah, but you right. can't dismiss Seattle with that schedule. But, hey, Paul, let, let me give you a little bit of this from uh, this was an excellent article by Bruce Feldman in the Athletic this week about USC football. I'm going to tie it into a tweet that we got yesterday about who they might be talking to. Um, a couple of nuggets from this story: a long rundown of what happened when Clay Helton was the head coach from 2009 to 2018. USC had five recruiting classes ranked in the top four nationally and nine top ten classes. But when the NFL opened the 2021 regular season, USC wasn't even among the top 20 programs with players on NFL rosters for week one. In 2016, the Trojans were tied for second. How does that happen? How exactly did USC fall off so badly? During one eight-year stretch under Pete Carroll that sparked seven top four finishes, the Trojans produced 16 first-round picks, 10 more than USC has had in the last eight years. Uh, this is from one of his former assistants. Quote, Helton had guys on the staff who he let not recruit at all. He got away from what USC is, end of quote. Another former recruiting staffer. Quote, coaches on the 2018 and 2019 staffs didn't recruit, didn't care, oh. no leadership, acted like it was a country club to hang out rather than compete. It was 1,000% laziness. End of that quote. Feldman continues, another big problem under health and staffs, a noticeable lack of development with some of the big blue-chip signees. Helton signed 44 blue-chip prospects during his first three recruiting cycles as the USC's head coach. The 2018 class, the last of those three cycles, just became draft eligible this past year. Four of the 44 prospects were drafted on the first or second day of the draft. Only two in the first round. Unacceptable. And then that ties into the tweet that we had from Jim Trotter yesterday who covers the NFL. This can't be for real. But he tweeted out, USC boosters have reached out to Lions offensive coordinator Anthony Lynn to gauge his interest in the university's vacancy. In parentheses, he put the answer, he would be interested. Do you think so, doctor? Uh, I would have to date, there has been no contact between the school and Lynn. Wow, this is so important. Now, they got lucky with Carroll because he was like their fifth or sixth choice. But this is so important for college football. Number one, USC needs to be on top again. It's one of the best jobs in sports, and they have to turn this ship around. Number two, what it means for the Pac-12. The Pac-12 has become almost irrelevant here. I mean, we are down to Oregon, and that's it. With the UCLA loss to Fresno. And it's been, you know, it's been like Oregon oh, for... Oh, it's well, well, you had the Washington made the playoff, but it's No, no, been, I know. But like for... This been has bad. been like a decade now where it's been like Oregon, USC mixed in once in a while. That can't... I mean, it can't be. Well, this is also huge... Oregon can be, can be great. That's fine. But you need to have right. another program like USC right there with them. It's also big for the SEC because this really hurts the... And I know we're going to expand the playoff, but 
this hurts the SEC if the USC can become back because it was there's no debate. It was USC's the best team. They have the best talent. You can't even debate it when they had that thing humming and all the guys he had. Okay, so Alabama has turned into what USC was. That's right. That's right. But they, it's just such an important hire, and the fact that why they kept the guy on, and then you you whack, and then they got to get it right. It's got to be a USC guy or with ties. Kiffin didn't work out. Although it would be interesting if it bring Kiffin back, which he's changed his game, which is uh, interesting. I, I would be if, you, you can't go Anthony Lynn. This is the bottom of the no. barrel, one of the worst names that you could actually talk to. He is one of, he's not as bad as Freddie Kitchens, I don't think, at Cleveland as a head coach. But he, Anthony Lynn might be worse than Mike McCarthy, and that's saying something. I, I just, I mean, what? what, what? Anthony Lynn? Urban Meyer? How? Yeah, yeah, how'd you, you not had, make that happen? You had the tag team every week on the in the Fox studio with Bush and Leinert. And he goes to Jacksonville. Because you get kept out, you bring him back, and then you whack him. The, the, guy, was out of, the guy was out of a job for a couple of years, and meanwhile, now Clay Allen, we're going to bring him back for one more year. Oh, let's run it back one more time. And now Meyer takes a job in the NFL. Could have had him. That's the guy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not confident. And that's troubling news as well. We got a good email, too. Apparently, a Cowboy fan went back and, and was Brad Sham, the voice of the Cowboys, was all over McCarthy at the end of the half. Oh, great. And he, he wouldn't let it go in the second half. Good. He said, I want the media. I need an explanation Good. for what happened. Good for him. I want an explanation about what he just did. It was baffling. Yeah. Stands there. The official comes up to him. Nah, Walks right over to him. I'm good. Last. Second, and, <laughs> second no. and forever. I'm third, third and forever. Takes the two timeouts into his pocket at halftime. Okay, so we had that decision right after the Sunday night decision of the Packers kicking the field goal to go up by six and the 49ers scoring with 37 seconds left. And we said, it's, you got to score a touchdown. I mean, it's, I agree with you. Go down at the one or two-yard line if you can. Well, you're right. Okay. That, in that situation. That, that's right. the play, sure. Yeah, right. But all these people of like, how, they got two timeouts left. You got to score. It's no guarantee they're going to score. There's no guarantee. Here, here's an idea. Cover Adams. <laughs> 37 seconds. No timeouts. Cover him. Game's over. Right. This is from Bill Mitchell. Taped the show yesterday. I agree with you like 95% of the time. Well, thank you. Not that it matters. You can agree or disagree. But we're butting heads on, butting heads on this one. There are three or four quarterbacks in the league. You cannot leave 37 seconds. No timeouts, too. I'm watching the game with a huge San Francisco fan and my son who had money on Green Bay money line. They scored with 37 seconds left. Immediately, my San Francisco buddy said, I just lost the game. My son says, I cash this ticket right now. Green Bay's going to win. It's not that easy. It's not a perfect world again. Well, you, it wasn't, the pass wasn't in the end zone. Right. It was a five-yard pass. He broke a couple tackles and scored. Sure, right. But he also, I'm with you. Cover somebody. That's the biggest problem, yes. The second pass to Adams is ridiculous. How does he get open He's like that? He's wide open in the middle of the field. If you're going to blame anybody, blame the defense, everybody involved with that. It's like the Lions game. How do you allow the guy to get open on 4th and 19? Uh, how did the Raiders allow Brissett to yes. pick up 4th and 20? Yes. I, I don't know what these defensive coordinators are thinking, which goes back to my earlier point. Send everybody. Send the house. Don't give him time to pick you apart. Just blitz. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the guy, if he, if he beats you that way, he beats you. But I, I'm not going to sit back and just let the guy have. No, the Detroit thing was last embarrassing. Thing do. Yeah, don't forget, Veasan has programming like this live all day long, every single day, including my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni. Join Stormy today from five until six Eastern as she looks back on the Cowboys Monday Night Football win 
and begins to look ahead to the rest of this week's football action. That's My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Heard, uh, head, I'm sorry, to vsin.com to learn more about what we do and all the places you can watch us now. If you like to take in your content via podcast form, again, this show and the VSIN Network available where you get your podcasts. Look for VSIN Best Bets. Carrasco Saturday. Don't forget, Carrasco Saturday. You know what to do. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 